0: The more hype you can build before your product launches, the more sales you drive when your product launches. Welcome to Marketing Simplified, where we take complex marketing strategies and insights and simplify them so that you can use them to grow your business. I run an eight-figure agency, and my hope is this podcast will help you leverage the information we've learned from helping startups to Fortune 500 companies get to the next level. Thanks for being here. It's not just that you guarantee sales, it's that you increase the number of sales that you would have had had you not spent time building the hype. Big brands know this and they focus on it. It's an intentional part of their strategy. Smaller brands, however, and startup companies usually don't focus on this at all. Instead, they put all of their marketing efforts and energy into post-launch strategies. There's a few reasons I really want startups and smaller companies to invest more in building excitement and hype before they launch. One, obviously more sales when you launch, which everyone wants to open quickly. Two, you start learning what is resonating with your target audience before you even launch. This is extremely valuable because it gives you time pre-launch to make any pivots or changes based on feedback. And three, you tap into FOMO, which is a really powerful selling tool. FOMO is the fear of missing out. People want what they can't have, even if it's not exclusive. If they're interested in something, they want the ability to get access to it now and having to wait for it is powerful. So let's talk about how big brands do this well, because there's a lot to learn. Apple has three to four major events every year. At each one of these events, they showcase new products and updates, they invite a bunch of people, and then they stream it to the world. Most of the time, the new products they unveil aren't available for purchase, sometimes for months, sometimes for much, much longer than that. Before the events even start, rumors are flying all over the internet about what Apple is going to unveil After the event, countless YouTube channels, Twitter pages, media publications dissect and review every new thing that they can. Apple will also give out products to select influencers so they can play around with them, test them, and then start posting content about it. Some reviews are good, some are bad, really depends on the product, but what is consistent is everyone is talking about Apple, and with consumers, the hype just starts to build. Apple products are everywhere, they see it everywhere, and they want it. Most of the time, it doesn't even matter whether the reviews are good or not. The hype leads to massive sales numbers and sold out products whenever Apple drops a new product. We haven't seen a correlation between negative reviews and lack of sales on the Apple end because what happens in the media space is very different from what happens with consumers. Consumers go out and buy at scale products that the media has absolutely derided when Apple has dropped them. We've seen this with the iPod, the iPhone, the iPad, the watch, the AirPods, you name it. They build a hype and then they keep you wanting it. People know that there's going to be a frenzy to get it because they often sell out and it creates this massive buzz that leads to just humongous sales numbers. Now, Apple is one of the most profitable companies on the planet. You think that they cannot properly manage inventory and production so that there is enough product to meet the demand when they release to the public? Of course they can. There's a reason they don't. They use hype plus FOMO by manipulating supply and demand to drive sales. Elon did this as well with the Cybertruck. If you all remember, back in 2019, he held this massive live-streamed event where he debuted the new Cybertruck. They drove it out onto stage and it looked like something out of a Star Wars film. Nothing like any truck you had really seen in production before. Some people loved it, some hated it, and they knew that was going to happen. It's not for everyone, but the battle between those who hate it and love it is good for Tesla. Those arguing in favor of the Cybertruck just deepen their conviction when they battle with those who hate it. They become even bigger fans. During the event, he had a guy throw a metal ball at the windows that were supposed to be unbreakable. The windows broke and it went absolutely viral. After the event, they immediately started taking reservations and it was only $100 to reserve yours. As of right now, the estimates are they've done about 1.7 million reservations and the truck isn't debuted to launch until later this year. So if you're doing the math, 1.7 million at a $100 reservation, they raised $170 million and they have not shipped a single truck. Now, the deposits are refundable, But even if a fraction of the 1.7 million reservations buy, and I suspect it's going to be way larger than just a marginal fraction, the Cybertruck is going to make a massive, massive opening. Additionally, they were able to gauge interest by promoting it before they've even gone into production, which is going to help them estimate inventory as they plan to finally launch later this year. Think about you if you're in a product business. One of the biggest things that startups entrepreneurs deal with is how much product do I buy? If you were building the hype before and you had an understanding of what the interest was, that's going to help you make that decision and that's going to save you a lot of money in the long run. So from super complex to basic strategies, large brands know how to build a hype. I mean, just walk through a mall when there's a new store under construction. There's a reason there's a sign that says Sephora or Louis Vuitton coming soon. It's because they want people to know about it, get excited about it and tell their friends. For brands that we work with, there are a few ways we like to go about building hype. Not everyone has the ability to leverage their authority over an audience to pay attention or drive media hype like an Apple or a Tesla, but there are still things that you can do. Creating content is a great free way to start building an organic following of interested buyers. The key is you have to capture their information. Acquiring social follows is great and it's important but I really recommend making sure you're capturing email addresses and or phone numbers so you can start building your lists. Creating content is free. It takes time, not money. And if you already have a social audience, start with them. Even if you just have a few hundred or a thousand followers, it's really all you need to get going. Those are the people who are most invested in your success. Be respectful and not salesy, but talk about why you are creating whatever you're creating and get them on your side. If you do this well, you will turn them into advocates for you who will share whatever it is you're doing with other people. Don't spam them, add value. Let them peek into your process and your story. Talk about your vision and why it's important to you. You've all visited the real estate Instagram pages that post nothing but open house flyers that add no value to anybody. Please don't do that. Another very successful strategy that we do all the time is running targeted paid ads to your core audience to get them to sign up for a mailing list. To do this well, you need a big statement. I like to focus on problem, solution, and scarcity. If your audience has a key problem that you'll solve, tell them a solution is coming that they can sign up for to be first in line to get. The bigger the problem, the more attention you'll drive. We've used copy like a solution to X is coming in insert time period here. That X could be a billion things, but it needs to be compelling. Or X is going to revolutionize the X industry. Side note, this works really well for B2B. The key is capture information. If you can collect thousands of email addresses, social follows, and phone numbers, when you launch, you are going to launch with a bang. There is a direct correlation between the size of your email and phone list and revenue. You don't have to be in a sexy industry like tech or cars in order to build height. You just have to know very clearly what problems you are solving for your customers and how to get in front of them. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Marketing Simplified. We're only a few episodes in, but I'm pretty stunned by how many of you are listening and I appreciate all the DMs and episode suggestions. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Adam C. Benjamin. I hope you found this episode valuable and I hope more than anything that something in here helps you in your journey as you build your business.